as you may know, there was the annual March for Life on Friday last week. This was the 47th annual March, and at the March, President Donald Trump spoke, and he was the first president to speak live at at the March for Life. Uh, in the past, other presidents had either delivered a pre-recorded message or had someone attend the march in their place. And so I think it's a pretty good um it was it was a pretty good thing, pretty awesome thing for Donald Trump to do to actually show up and give the speech himself and I thought it was a really good speech. I think it was about 13 minutes long. But what affected me most about the speech was um like the three paragraphs toward the end of the speech which I want to read to you now. I'm going to read those. So he said And to all the moms here today, we celebrate you and we declare that mothers are heroes. Your strength, devotion, and drive is what powers our nation. Because of you, our country has been blessed with amazing souls who have changed the course of human history. We cannot know what our citizens yet unborn will achieve, the dreams they will imagine, the masterpieces they will create, the discoveries they will make. But we know this, every life brings love into this world, every child brings joy to a family. Every person is worth protecting. And above all, we know that every human soul is divine, and every human life, born and unborn, is made in the holy image of Almighty God. And then he has like about two more paragraphs to wrap up the speech, but I thought those three paragraphs were the most powerful. And just starting from the last paragraph, he talks about being made in the holy image of Almighty God. And that's a, a paraphrase, basically, from the book of Genesis, where it says that man was made, man and woman were made in God's likeness. Uh, an image. So he's pulling directly from scriptures. And if we go back there and we read the scriptures, we see that Eve ate the fruit first, right? Uh, and by the way, the fruit is depicted as an apple in, in most art, but um, there's no mention of an apple if you read the scriptures. That's just um, an artist's interpretation that has been carried on uh, for a very long time by other artists. I don't know who was the first one to depict it that way, but it's that's the way it's generally depicted. But the fruit is never named. Anyway, that's just a small fact. But, you know, I think the church on this on the same issue about woman and the first sin and her offering it to Adam the apple and then Adam eating the apple and and then the fall of mankind and kind of like that's maybe looked at in Christianity generally as portraying women in a negative way and then the churches criticize um, a lot for not having ordained ministers being women, uh, that the or, uh, priests and deacons ordained in the church are men. And uh, so the, the church gets a lot of flack for that. But what's also interesting is we get a lot of flack for Mary, our love of the Virgin Mary. And the Virgin Mary is like pretty much um, repairs everything that Eve did. Eve took took the fruit from the tree and ate it and committed sin. And so we have then later on, mankind is redeemed through Jesus Christ, right? But in order for Jesus to be born in the world, he had to have a human mother. And his human mother was Mary. And Mary said yes to God asking her to be the mother of Jesus and to carry him for nine months and to raise him as her son. And so we're redeemed through Christ, um, through the incarnation which comes from a yes by, again, the woman. So the woman is completely rehabilitated and redeemed, and so much to the point where we love her so much in the Catholic Church and venerate her. We don't worship her. We recognize that Mary is a, is a human being. She's not divine. But um, she's a, a perfect model for Christian obedience 
and Christian faith. She didn't know what to expect. God didn't lay out the entire plan for her to know um, when he sent Gabriel to to um, seek her, yes, her fiat, uh, let it be done to me according to thy word, to receive Jesus in her womb and carry him. So she didn't know the plan, but she had faith and she obeyed God and did what God wanted her to do. She did God's will in the end. And so she's the perfect model. And I just thought it was interesting that in Donald Trump's speech, he calls moms heroes because, I mean, I, I couldn't agree more just looking at my own wife and the way she takes care of our kids and the way she takes care of our household and everything. Um, you know, our, our whole household revolves around her and the mother is the, usually the central person in the family um, that the kids go to first and that the husband relies so much on. And so moms truly are heroes. And I was glad to see Donald Trump say that in his speech and um, tell you that if you didn't know already that that's in line with the church's belief about the woman in the church, though the woman has a different role than the man. Um, there's a 1995 letter to women that St. Pope John Paul II wrote where he talks about the genius of women and the role of women in the church. And it's not only in that document, it's talked about in other places, but women are held in, in high regard and such high regard in the church that just look at the way the church um, considers Mary and treats her. And you'll see very clearly um, how the church views women.